Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest. On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning, Sissy. Good morning, Tanya. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Getting organized today is uh, yeah. It's Prince Harry's birthday today. I was just reading this morning. Wow. Uh, I what I read it said he was twenty eight, and I thought, wow. That right? I feel like he's lived a lot of life already. <laughs> I was like, guys, twenty eight. How can he be twenty eight? So I was like going nuts about it in my head. Turns out it was a misprint. It's thirty eight. Uh, okay, that makes more sense. Uh, right? But I mean, obviously, we've been watching all of the royals, which still is you know, one of those things that I'm fascinated by, the monarchy. Mm-hmm. And in the passing of Queen Elizabeth and seeing all the pomp, right? And all the celebration and all the people that just loved her around the world. Yeah. The things they've said about her. I do think, it, honestly, I will probably go back and rewatch The Crown. I was thinking that too. Right now, yeah. that you like it's all become more top of mind. The family tree, mm-hmm. and I'm sure. And I guess if we check the Netflix numbers, I, I'm guessing people have gone back to rewatch that again. Probably seeing all of this, but when they talk about Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, being around for all those generations, all those years, all those decades, it does make you want to rewatch. I think for me, with different context now, I think so too. Oh, speaking of watching, have you seen these this series called Untold? Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry to be so late. Well, did you tell I, us about that one week? I haven't um, heard about it. The so did you watch like the Matiteo one? Yes, the, the Matiteo one. Yeah. That's the football player at Notre Dame who was catfished. Yes. Like over years he was catfished. I couldn't believe I remembered in the news now that I rewatched the story, but you really just can't believe some of the things that happened. Uh, and have you seen it, Tanya? Untold. No, it's this uh-uh. docu-series about different things that you may have heard about, but you didn't know the real story behind them. Right. It did make me understand his situation a little bit better. 
you know, but well, don't. I've only seen one and a oh, half episodes. Okay, then you need. So to I wait. have the last half of the second episode still to see. Yeah, you need to finish it. It's okay. really, really good. And then have you seen some of the other Untold? No, because the next one was like some basketball one, and I was like not interested. Kelly was telling me that Patient with Steve Carell is great. It's on Hulu. I love anything Steve Carell. So well, he's all, yeah, he's been picking like these really interesting projects mm-hmm. over the last several years. Yeah. What are you watching, Tanya? Uh, I told you I was just finished Crime Scene Kitchen. It's just like not up my alley right now. Did you tell me that just now? <laughs> I told you yesterday. Oh, I'm like, remember the Joel McHale? It's a Joel McHale hosts it. It's uh, so and good. And then she was like, he made fun of you. Don't you want to watch it? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> like, they, they. it's it's a baking show, which I just love any baking show. But there's like mystery because they basically have a kitchen with which like a crime scene that they made their they made the, the dessert in and they have to figure out what was made in the kitchen and then replicate it. <laughs> Uh, I want to see that Mila Kunis movie you guys told me to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one looks good, too. But it's not out till the end of September the month. September 30th. Mm-hmm. Go Chargers. Sydney's got her Chargers. That's right. Flannel. Bolt up. Bolt are they, up. Are they playing tonight? They Thursday had a short football? week, short recovery week, because they played Sunday, which they won yeah. against um, the Raiders. Again? So it was a huge win for us on Sunday. And then tonight, they play Kansas City. Thursday night football. Thursday night football. Football's on all the time now. Amazon Prime. <laughs> Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night. I know. And rightfully so, but we're going to have soon football all the time with all the different streamers and networks. I'm here Everybody's for it. Everybody's got to get their football. Well, yeah. listen, I'm 9 o'clock, Saturday morning. Don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to get up and make some snacks to watch the dogs. I just want to say my Chargers are undefeated right now. So. Okay. Well, so my <laughs> Georgia Bulldogs, college and pro. But so the Bulldogs are playing so the Gamecocks. What's your team? My fantasy team. Oh. Uh, you know, I was reading an article that there are just as many women that play fantasy football than men. 100%. That's right. I won both my games in my, both my leagues. Mm-hmm. Good for you guys. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to it. We have a Ryan's Roses this morning. I'll tell you about that later. Partly sunny and pleasant. Highs around 80 to mid-80s. Pleasant. You know, Google.com was registered 25 years ago today. The website. They registered it. That's it? 25 years? That's it. 25 years ago today, they just got the website. It was available to anyone. Anyone could have gotten to Google.com before that. Can you imagine? I don't know if you could have created Google, but you could have gotten Google.com. Nice weather. I was able to get Sisney.com. More mild. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. That wasn't something people were seeking? No. And I got Surveyor.com. How crazy is that? Not so crazy. Why is it so crazy? I don't know. I just feel like in 2022, there's not many one word coms. That's a unique name. I guess so, but I thought maybe it could mean something else in a different language or a different Is country. Tanya.com taken? For sure, probably. Tubs.com? Have you tried yours? You should check. You need a new enterprise. Tubs.com. You could do all kinds of things. Tubs.com. I think we've gone down this road before. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, let me grab Emma. Tubsgeosciences.com, all kinds of cool mm. things. Emma, how are you in Downey? Hey, I'm doing good out here. How are you? Doing well, thank you. So how can we help? So um, I'm pregnant, and I'm due next week. Uh, honestly, it could, all, it could happen any day. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I'm so nervous, but I'm very excited and ready and I'm so excited because I also have my heart set on naming her Daisy. Uh-huh. Um, I've just always loved that flower. It's been my favorite name. I've been like dreaming of having a little girl naming her Daisy and, and everything. 
Yeah, like even before I knew it was a girl, I was just like, I, I know this girl. It, it's going to be a girl and it's going to be Daisy. So I love it. I just got chills. Excited. Yeah, but so the actual problem is my husband. Um, I love him to death, but he hates the name. He uh, like refuses to name her Daisy because he thinks like whenever he hears the word Daisy, he like thinks of Daisy Duck or the Daisy Duke. Um, and I, I can't understand it. I, I don't, I, I, you know, I keep trying to give him examples of like all these other pretty, um, ex, you know, things to associate with it, but he just keeps, keeps thinking, no, Daisy Dukes, Daisy Duck, and he hates it. Um, and since, you know, the baby is coming any day now, um, I just really am trying to convince him on this. And he wants to name the baby Eleanor, which is his mom's middle name. And oh, I no. said, I know. I mean, <laughs> sorry, I didn't I, mean to react like I, that. Eleanor, no, Eleanor. Okay. Um, I, I think the thing with this is a tricky one because Daisy's a beautiful name. But then when you started saying Daisy Duck and Daisy Duke, I started thinking that might become her nickname. No. Well, that's what people do. Daisy Duck. That, no. That's how nicknames come up. I mean, I kind of understand both sides of this. But Eleanor is such a... Eleanor, I, I, um, it's a family name to you. Yeah, it's a family name. I was going to say, yeah, traditional old name. Yeah. Well, and I even told him, I, I said, like, I'm open to having Eleanor as the middle name, like yeah. Daisy Eleanor. That's and I cute. Think that's a beautiful... Yeah, but he just says, no, it, it has to be Eleanor. Like, no Daisy, not even as the middle name. He just says, no Daisy. And well, you're no. the mom, and you're like, no. So how do we settle this? This is interesting yeah, to me. This is... I, don't, like, I don't have kids. Tanya doesn't have kids. How, we have nine, ten days. How Look, do we get to the bottom of I know how this? to settle this, okay? How? Let's settle it then. You have dreamt about having a baby girl one day and naming her Daisy, correct? Yes. Okay. This is your dream. It's coming true. Many people have complications trying to get pregnant and you have been, this is the miracle that you have been given to have this baby girl. He needs to give this to you. You want to name her Daisy? You name her Daisy. He can name the next one, Eleanor. He gets the next baby. It's a good compromise. Okay. Yeah, I agree. And, and you, you can't call and tell him this. Sisney will call and tell him. I will. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm holding you to that. Uh, you, and then you know what? Pull, the, pull the mom card. You are carrying this baby for 10 months. You're going to push her out. It's going to take hours. No, you you win all battles here. Right? I thought I had the upper leg in this. You, you know, being really the one do. that I'm the one giving birth. You know, I really thought I didn't want to play that card. You know, I was really trying to well, like, be equal in this. But he's not giving up and we're here. You're about to have the baby tomorrow. And so. We need to go. Yeah, pretty much. We need to yeah, go. I agree. Yeah. Well, our work is done, Emma. It's on you. Thank you for calling. And good luck with the delivery. Congratulations. Yeah, keep us posted. Will do. Thank you so much, guys. All right. Okay, bye. bye. All right, thanks. Bye. Disney, well done. I think thanks. you're right. We got to get to a conclusion here, right? The baby's coming, so someone's got to take a position, and that's a fair position. I think so. I mean, if she has her heart set that much. Otherwise, I say make up a completely new name if she doesn't like eleanor he doesn't like daisy having a healthy baby is such a blessing it's been my dream for a long time yes i think he's got to concede on this Mm -hmm. on air with ryan seacrest so according to a prominent dating expert 
you may be sabotaging early on these relationships if you're not getting into relationships after a couple of dates. They say people do this, and by doing this, it's turning the other person away. Oh, no. Instead of attracting them. Nicknames are on the list. These are self-sabotaging things people do. Nicknames on the list. Most people find nicknames annoying too soon. Mm. I could go either way on this. It's not a deal breaker for me. And sometimes they can be very cute. But if you're not into the person yet, it might seem a little forced. Yeah, I could see that. Like, what have some nicknames been of you, Tanya? Uh, early days, it was Rub, Rub, and Rob. Because... <laughs> uh... You know, it's it goes to like the saying. Like I never understood the saying. There's the rub. Mm-hmm. No, we remember. And then didn't you eventually tell him you're like I don't like this nickname anymore? No, and then eventually just got weird because like he'd be like rub in public places, and it was just like weird. <laughs> it would be like, hey, what's up, rub? <laughs> yeah. it's not, here, rub. It's not cute. It's not come yeah, here, so rub. Uncute. Like it's like if I'm walking out and he needs a call, it's like rub. And I'm like, no, weird. it's yeah, a no uncute. for me. Uncute. Yeah. Uncute. All right. Uh, only texting is self-sabotaging. Pick up the phone, make a phone call, and say, hey, how are you today? Yeah, I agree. And finally, correcting your partner comes off as egotistical. Making people feel dumb is not the way to start a relationship. 100%. That's true. Yeah, I think correcting someone is a delicate situation. Okay, but what do you do if you're early days and you're dating somebody and they say, can I come over to your house? And they spell it Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. What do you do? Just leave it? I assume it? autocorrect got it wrong. And you would just not even say anything? Yeah, I would yeah, not say anything. Pick How your battles. How many times you said T-O-O-T-W-O-T-H-E-R-E-T-H-E-I-R? Like, what you made you that mistake spelling? all the time. Uh, those words that sound the same that can be spelled differently. Mm-hmm. Grammar, though, is like, oh, like, what if they say, oh, yeah, me too, and they spell it T-O. Right, but you've done that. I've done that. We've all done that. Don't act like we haven't made that mistake yeah. unintentionally. It's not a deal breaker for me. Not for me either. Um, today's quote, sometimes it's not the people who change, it's the mask that just falls right off. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. So President Joe Biden said a tentative railway labor agreement has been reached, averting a potentially devastating strike before the pivotal midterm elections. He said the tentative deal will keep our critical rail system working and avoid disruption of our economy. The deal will now go to the unions for a vote to finalize the agreement. California has filed a lawsuit against Amazon, alleging that the company stifled competition and caused prices to increase across the state. The lawsuit alleges that the online retail giant required third-party sellers to offer their lowest prices on Amazon, hindering the ability of other online retailers to compete and helping the site maintain its dominance. Governor Gavin Newsom debuted the state's new reproductive services website um, meant to help protect and promote abortion access for people living in and outside of California. Newsom is reportedly working hard to brand California as a safe haven for women seeking reproductive health options. And Cardi B is putting her money to good use. She surprised students and faculty at IS-232 in the Bronx and announced that she's donating $100,000 to her alma mater. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. On Air. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. 
So you said in the trending report, Kendall Jenner has a life hack do you think I should try? Yes. Okay, what is it? So Kendall Jenner, she was a guest on Jay Shetty's podcast. It's called On Purpose. And she was sharing this intimate story. And I immediately, when I heard it, I thought, Ryan needs to do this stat. So she got this idea from this a TikTok trend that you may have heard of. She said her therapist suggested she take this TikTok trend to the next level and do it in real life. So she dug up an old Polaroid photo of herself as like this cute little girl and she taped it to her bathroom mirror. I put the photo on my trending report if you would like to see it. But it's just a really cute picture of Kendall when she was, I don't know, maybe like four or five. And she said, every morning, every night, every day, when you walk into your bathroom mirror, you're looking at her and remember, if there is anything negative you're saying to yourself, if you're being mean to yourself, you're talking about her. And she said it really changed things and it changed her perspective. And every time she was had any negative self-talk, she would look at the picture and be like, that girl's dope. And I was like, this feels like such a great tool for you to have in your toolbox. You know, at first I was like, okay, the problem is I was not a cute little girl, so I'd look at myself and be like, no. But now that I think about there, there's a one picture I remember from Christmas time when I was in those saddle shoes, like black and white saddle shoes with laces. No, I remember those shoes. Yeah. And shorts, like. I don't know why they were Christmas shorts, but they were Christmas shorts mm-hmm. and a sweater, and I had really blonde hair and a missing tooth. And I always look back at that. I was like, you know what? That's a. I was looking fresh. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah, like that. I like that guy. Yeah, I like. And that And then everything guy. changed. But yes, I think that's not a bad exercise mm-hmm. to work on the psychology of. It's very interesting, Tanya. Yeah. Would you do it? For sure. I've done stuff like this all the time. I haven't used pictures of myself, but I I always have either my vision boards up in my bathroom, up in my house. I used to leave sticky notes when I was going through like a dark time up around my place to just remind me of like affirmations. I love this stuff. I was going through my drawers and I pulled out this frame of uh, like a list of things on how to treat your partner. And it was like framed and it had like 20 things in it. And it was one of those things I guess you read. Mm-hmm. When you're in a relationship, <laughs> but it was in my drawer. What was it good? Yeah, I threw it out, but oh. I read through it. One hundred two point seven. It's Kiss FM. All right, let me just get into Ryan's roses right now. We've been talking about it all morning. Dear Ryan and Sisney, we own a property in Oceanside that we rent out as an Airbnb. Every weekend, it's not occupied. My husband goes down to check on it. She says, "I think it seems excessive." But lately, he's been getting calls from a number I don't recognize. He claims it's spam, but I called it, and a woman answered. So she's kind of putting one and one together. She's on to it. Gabriella, thank you for coming on. So you got this property. He goes down there. A woman's calling. You think he's going down to meet this woman, right? I do. Do you know the woman's name? I don't. Have you asked your husband about these calls? I did. Um, he says what? He, he just like rolls his eyes. He says it's spam and that if he answers, a computer voice tells him it's a warranty that's about to expire. That's pretty much the response I've got. Give it, let me ask you a question. Yeah. How long have you been married? 12 years. And has the relationship been strong throughout? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just been recently with this rental property and these phone calls that you've started being concerned about your husband's loyalty. 
Yeah, and the spending the night there and the not wanting me to go with him. And you know, what does he say the- he's doing at the yeah. house? Like, what could he be fixing or getting ready? Like, what is he doing? Well, that's what I don't understand. Like, we we hired a property management company to look uh-huh. after it. Yeah, he says, like, you know, at first I thought like. I don't know, maybe he needed some space and just didn't want to say it. And I was kind of respecting that. Like, that's, that's cool. You know, I get it. Um, But, you know, now he just says he's checking on it and that he sleeps on the couch and he doesn't want the whole place to get dirty where if we both go, then it would get dirty. And I don't know why he says you can't go. Like, oh, that's fine if he wants to check on the house. But why does he want to have you left out? Yeah. That's how I'm feeling. I, I don't know. Okay. Gabriella is concerned that her husband is cheating on her because he goes to their rental property and says, hey, let me go down and check on things. You stay home. And he stays overnight. So uh, quite a few things going on there. Now the phone is ringing. He's getting calls from a number that she doesn't recognize. So Gabriella, what is the area code of that number you don't recognize? Do you recognize that? It's 858, which is San Diego. Okay, which is Oceanside. So- yeah. Um, all right. Here's what we're going to do. You've been married 12 years. Let's see if we can find out what's going on with your husband. I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call, and then his name, on KISS FM. Go ahead. Ryan, you have my permission to call on KISS FM. And here we go. Good luck, all right? Thank you. Hi, is this Jason? Yes. Hi, my name is Carmen. I'm calling from CC's Blooms. We actually service and deliver in the La Mirada area. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing okay. Great. So, you know, Um, we're offering local residents a promotion today. It's free roses. You can actually pick from red, pink, or white. They are absolutely free. I'm just trying to promote my new business. And all I ask is that if you're pleased with our arrangements, you refer us to friends and family or maybe leave a nice Yelp review. I've got to say, you have an amazing voice. Thank you. <laughs> you work at a flower shop? I mean, is, is this like a career or is this just like a, a stepping stone for you? Honestly, it's been a dream of mine my entire life. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> I would you just like need... You... Yeah, just opened it up. It's called CeCe's Blooms. Uh-huh. And if you're interested, we can send an arrangement to anybody that you'd like today. I mean, yeah, I mean, sure. Great. We can start with the name of the person. Uh, Gabby. And what would you like to put on the card? Um, love you, babe. All right. Jason? Yeah? My name is Ryan. Your voice is being broadcast on the radio. We've got your wife, Gabriella, on the line with us now. And the reason we're calling is she's concerned about you visiting your rental property and staying overnight and thinks you might be seeing someone else. Also, you're getting phone calls from an 858 number. Can you explain all of that? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I had a feeling this wasn't like a flower shop, but gee, the radio? Yes, Jason. I mean, 
Look, first and foremost, this is like a little, I feel a little uh, offended that we have to like open this up right on the air, but I'm, I'm a little bit more heartbroken that my wife couldn't come talk to me direct. Well, let's also address that you were, I don't know what you were trying to do with Sisney, but it sounded like you were hitting on her. No, I was, what's going on? She does not sound like she works at a flower shop. How do you know how someone (laughs) sounds if they work at a flower shop? Well, not like that. Not like a professional voice. (laughs) Not a professional voice. Okay. So Jason, what gives? Why are you going to spend the night without your wife at this apartment? I'm not... I'm house-sitting the place that we have in Oceanside. Why can't she come along? I've told her that. Okay, Jason, don't yell at me. I'm trying to help. So let's just talk it out, bro. Why are you uninviting her to stay overnight? Because when we, if we go together, that we have done before... We like to go have fun, so we'll go out to a bar. We might invite friends over. It happens every time. I've been in this business for a good while. You have to look at this professionally. I'm not going in there hanging out. I'm not even inviting my own friends over. I'm going in there cleaning up my stuff, making sure everything is set, making sure that people in the area know that people are checking in on this area because you don't want break-ins or anything. And if I brought my wife, it would become more of a vacation thing, and then that's not what it's not. You have to separate business and pleasure, and that's what I'm doing right here. And that's something that I've described and explained to her countless times. Gabriella, is he speaking truth? Oh, my God. He's a little angry about it. I know it, that's but... what you say, but I feel, I feel like you're avoiding me or our, our time together is lessening because you're in Oceanside by yourself. That seems really strange, doesn't it? If I'm going for work, though, this isn't like I'm going to like go hang out. I'm not even going going anywhere. Why are you I'm yelling at me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at, what most, at most, I'll go get my... What about the phone number, That's okay? Like- what about the phone number? The 858 phone number that keeps calling your phone. Who's that? It's- are you talking about spam again? You you don't you don't get spam calls. It calls all the time. That's what spams do. They either want my warranty. They want something. All right. So Gabriella, Jason, I'm I'm not quite sure where to go with this. It sounds like Jason's defensive. Gabriella, it sounds like you don't trust him to be alone overnight. So I suggest that if you guys need to go down there on business, make it business. Go with him and see what plays out. Good luck. That was awkward. It really was. So he has a point. If he can't bring her along and they can't do what they need to do, then all right, fine. But it doesn't make sense that she wouldn't be able to go down there and be professional. No, he's hiding something. Couple married 12 years. They got this rental apartment. He, the husband, goes down. He stays overnight. He says she shouldn't go because they end up having too much fun. He needs to go down on business and take care of the apartment. Sisney says doesn't make any sense. I don't think he's telling the truth. I think he is going down there and hooking up just like Gabby is. It's her intuition, and she's probably right. And then there's that phone call. Well, that- and then he keeps getting an 858, same location, Oceanside, San Diego. Right. 
area code phone number coming into his phone. So then his wife, Gabriella, is like, okay, you don't want me to be around. And then a woman keeps calling this number. Mm -hmm. What is that about? Something seems off, certainly in that marriage. Yeah. And he was so angry and rude. Well, that's always the thing, Sisney, for me. It's like the more the the tone ramps into yelling and defensiveness, mm-hmm. the more I think there's coverage going on there. 100%. And he's yelling at me like, bro, I, I mean, literally, you think I got up today, want to have a conversation with you about this? No, I got up today, want to not do that. I think he knew it was us, which is why he sent the flowers to his wife. Well, also, he's like, oh, your voice. That was weird. Hi, your was voice. So you got such a nice voice. You work at a flower shop with that voice? I was like, No. Laura, thank you for calling in uh, about Ryan's Roses. You had a chance to hear it. What do you think is going on? Is it just a marriage that's sort of run dry, or do you think he's covering something up? Um, I think he's covering something up. I actually used to run an Airbnb, and like we could have like a property manager. When we have a property manager, you don't have to deal with the guests at all. You know, like they do it all for you. So, like, I don't know. It seems a little sketchy to me. I think he's definitely. So because they said they have a management company that looks after the apartment, he really has no business doing anything unless he just wants to add on. Right, exactly. Like, we hardly talked to our guests. Yeah, look, again, when someone starts yelling and being defensive, I think, okay, there's a cover, there's something, I don't know to what extent, but something is going on there, right? Yeah, I don't like him. Yeah, definitely getting a little too defensive. All right, Laura, thanks for calling. Thank you. I just wonder, the reason I asked her, if you remember early on in that conversation, hey, was it just this incident or 12 years in, are you fatigued in the marriage? Like, have there been other situations where you just feel burnt out in the marriage? She said no, but I thought maybe she's going to say yes. Well, she did say that she thought at first he was going down there to get some space, which she was like, okay, fine. And kept going for that space. Right. All right, so Ryan's Roses every Monday, every Thursday here at KISS FM. On air with Ryan Seacrest. John Legend featured Sweetie, and look who's here. Hello. John Legend. How's everybody? Good to see you, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. I was telling Sisney and Tanya that just the other night, I hear this docile tone, deep voice, (laughs) say, hello, Ryan. And I turned. I didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And there, perched in the corner of this beautiful room in a gorgeous suit, was the one and only John Legend, (laughs) kicking back. Yes, we were out in New York having a good time. And uh, I I just was uh, stargazing. I saw (laughs) super celebrities like Ryan Seacrest there. And uh, I got excited. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, I, I thought about it after you had left, and I meant to actually ask you this because I'm, I'm interested in, in this as well. But you're making wine. You've been making wine. Yeah, I've been making it for quite a long time now. Our first vintage was a 2013 Cabernet, so uh, it's been uh, almost a decade. Are you making any olive oil? No, I'm not. <laughs> but uh, we, were, we were just in Tuscany, and... Uh, we were staying at a, a vineyard that also made olive oil. It was really cool. And uh, we, we love olive oil, but I, I don't make it myself. Okay. Well, when I see you next and I turn to the corner, I want to talk more about that venture because it is very interesting to me, the winemaker. Absolutely. It's called LVE. Uh, so people can check out LVEWines.com to uh, see all the stuff we're making. A nice big cab. Uh all right, John has got a lot going on, a lot on his plate. He's got a new album. It is out now. We had a chance to listen to some of the music. Uh, I want to play 
something here. Mark, go ahead and pull up that clip of uh, John's track right there. Go ahead and play that. Because ever since we said I do, I don't love you like I used to. I don't love you like I used to. I don't love you just the same. No, I couldn't pretend be a liar if I said we hadn't changed. I say we honestly, John. I when I listened to that song for the first time, I think we all were throwing ourselves into that movie. Mm-hmm. You feel mm-hmm. like you can launch yourself into those lyrics if you've ever been in love, ever been in a relationship. Yeah, and the, the song, the title is kind of deceptive because yeah, it says "I don't love you like I used to." Um, which, you know, I've had a song called Used to Love You, which was a breakup song, but this is not a breakup song. <laughs> um, it's it's saying, you know, when you're with someone for a while, it's not the honeymoon anymore, but, but it's actually stronger and, and has more depth to it, and you love them more because you've been through some life together. Mm-hmm. Uh, with me and Chrissy, we've had kids together. We've lost a baby together. We've had, you know, so many different experiences that, you know, it's not surface anymore. It's not infatuation. It's it's been uh, fortified by, by by actual life experience. And um, when it's right, you end up loving that person more because of all the things you've been through together. And that's what the song's about. But John, you yeah. were making great music at the beginning. How has making music changed for you? How has the feeling of writing a lyric and writing music changed for you in thinking about that texture you just spoke of? I think. Um, in a lot of ways, I'm still the same artist. I, I grew up with soul music and gospel music. And then as I started to evolve as an artist, I mixed it with hip hop. I mixed it with pop. And I'm still doing a lot of that still these days. And I'm still rooted in soul and gospel music like I was as a kid. But um, I keep collaborating and opening myself up to new experiences and being adventurous with the people I work with. And I think that brings new energy and keeps refreshing me as an artist. And then um, just keep experiencing life. And and life informs you in, in new ways as, as you grow and as you uh, grow in your relationships and, and experience new things as being a dad now. And, and, you know, it's just different than when you're a 26-year-old bachelor in New York writing an album versus, uh, you know... Um, the life I'm living now is just, you know, it's informed by new experiences. And your congratulations is in order, right? You've got another one on the way. Yeah, baby. Another one on the way. We're very excited. So that would make you very much outnumbered, right? Three on Oh, but it's not that big of a deal. I have three kids, John. You're going to be fine. (laughs) <laughs> they they say it's zone defense and not man to man. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of tracks on this new album, divided up. Yeah, it's a, a double album. Double album. Yeah. yeah, it's a double album, and there's 12 tracks on each side. We called one Act One and uh, the other Act Two. And Act One, I uh, conceived of it as my Saturday night version. It's more up tempo, more sexy and fun and festive, and then. Uh, act two has I Don't Love You Like I Used To on there. It's a little more romantic and introspective and a little more like um, spiritual and intimate, too. So those are the two sides of the album. You can listen to it all the way through, but you could also have different times when you're in the mood for act one 
and different times we're in the mood for act two so i felt like it would be a cool division of the album to do it that I, way i like that the mood vibe because i remember george michael did that once remember his album where he did the ballads on one song mm -hmm. what was that album I can't think of the top of my head. I forget, but I, I, I like the idea of it because I think, uh, especially with streaming, people have so much more control over how they experience a project. And so you want them to be able to access the different moods they want in that moment. And, mm -hmm. and I kind of divided it up for them, for them to be able to do that. It's always incredible for me, and I've said this before, to think that songs come out of thin air. I mean, every one of <laughs> yeah. those tracks comes out of air. Yeah, I, I I always say I feel so lucky that I get to just walk in a room and maybe I'm by myself, maybe I'm with a couple other writers, but we walk out of there with something brand new that didn't exist in the world before we came. And that's amazing. It's magical. It's, it's such a gift to be able to do that. And uh, I feel so fortunate that that's what I do for a living. Also, before you go... Um... The Voice, Monday at 7 Central on NBC. We were talking to Camila right. the other day. What's it like to have Camila on board? Oh, she's so good. She's so good <laughs> at doing the show. Of course, she's a great artist, and everybody knows that. But um, she's also really good at being a coach on The Voice. She, of course, had uh, you know come up on X Factor, so she had some experience with uh, being in a competition show, just like our friend Kelly Clarkson. You know, uh, you know, certain artists have come through that system mm -hmm. and so i think they understand how it works really well and they can put themselves in the position of the artists that they're working with on the show really well too and she's also very competitive very smart <laughs> so uh, she's going to be formidable competition for us good looking forward to it. john's new album legend out now and watch the season premiere of the voice on nbc monday at 7 central congrats to you and chrissy good to see you pal yeah thank you ryan great to see all of you and uh i'll, I'll, I'll hopefully i'll see you uh at a, a another sexy spot in New York. <laughs> you got it. Take care, man. See you later. Bye. Take Bye. care. Uh, so I want reflection because I know you're feeling it. I'm speechless. I don't know who I want to be more, Chrissy or John. I just want to be adopted by both of them. I'm like, gosh, I want to be Chrissy. No, I want to be John. No, I want to just... I don't know. I want to be the third child. I, I what, know. like, don't you feel all those things when you listen to him? That's why I put him on my vision board because I was like, that is to me, he's the epitome of like a great partner in life, a great dad. He's very good at what he does. He's talented. He seems driven, and he just seems so nice. That's the ultimate partner. Mm -hmm. Sissy, hundred percent agree. And their relationship is just like unbreakable. What they went through is beyond and so when he was describing that song about like loving chrissy more and how mm. you grow in a relationship with life experiences like that love is different from the lust that you it's fell in so love with true. when when my husband and i got married my dad in his speech at our wedding said i hope that this is the day you guys love yourself the least so brilliant i get because chills it's like Randy. and that is so true because it's like look at them now they're like nine years into their marriage and they've gone through so much and so yeah, I'm just really happy for them and this baby. Okay, so uh, there's an article in the LA Times, it was the other day, about how this guy received, what, 500 bucks from someone he didn't know via Venmo? Yes. And he was stoked because he got 500 bucks, right? Well, you would think, but he actually had just had a baby, and so his like his brain was kind of foggy, and so he really didn't think much of it. But then when he went back to like 
really comprehend like oh my gosh five hundred dollars who sent me this i don't know this why would someone i don't know send me five hundred dollars out of the blue she started researching that the better business bureau has a warning about this money sent by accident scam oh no and how the scam works it is a scam don't fall for it so wait so the scam is they say they send it to you by accident so yeah so they they you get the it looks like there's five hundred dollars into your venmo account sent by somebody and the scammers, what they do is they steal credit card numbers, which can be purchased in bulk in the dark web, by the way. And then they attach those cards to accounts on digital wallet apps like Venmo, Cash App, Zelle, etc. And then they accidentally, I'm using air quotes, send money to hundreds and thousands of people at once to see who bites. And then they reach out to them with DMs and stuff and go, oh my God, I accidentally sent this, the $500 to you. Can you please send it back? When in reality, it's just a, like a glitch. That's not real money. It's just almost like a. So then they send five hundred so bucks. All of and the a person sudden, gets five hundred bucks. You send five hundred dollars like out of your bank account to that person, and by the time it's like you realize what has happened, like maybe if it came out of your bank account, they'll refund it to you. But basically, Venmo is saying <laughs> don't do anything. Contact us, our support group, and we will handle it. You know, it's very interesting to look at the WhatsApps or text messages that come in, and the first line you can see without opening them, that they try and get your attention. Yeah, they really do. I got one the other day from, like, your Amazon account has been hacked. Like, please click here to unhack it. Basically, I was like, no. Or, oh my gosh, I forgot to tell you something, and you want (laughs) want to click in here to get the information. I mean, just the only way... To avoid it is anything that seems too good to be true mm-hmm. or anything asking you to give something or give information or click click a link. A link. Uh, or another is, is this you in this video with the link? People do that too. Oh my gosh. So the bait is pretty provocative. It's so sad that these scams well, they're continue. Gonna keep going. Yeah. Um, the only way to prevent it is just to not open the door to any of it so there's the biggest ones that are out right now with like corporations they get the name of like the president of the company or like whoever is like the head of your business or like your work and they say like hey so-and-so wants you to go and purchase a bunch of gift cards and so you're thinking like your boss wants you to go purchase gift cards and so some people actually fall for these and they go and buy all these gift cards and then send them to this random person i guess iHeart. Mark iHeart sends us scam emails to yes. test us to see if we'll fall for it. This is one that was just sent to us like two days ago. What are they doing? Well, Why are they, they testing us? They t- oh, these are different ones. These are like like phishing emails where they um, make it look like you're almost doing a, I don't know, like a training session or something. Like click here for today's training session on whatever. And it's not. You shouldn't click there because it well, was. A, what are they trying was, to catch us doing? Uh, clicking on emails that we shouldn't be clicking on. So I'm, I'm trying to understand the point. The point is that you Test can be us. scammed by scammers that make it look like a company email. So they're, te- they they're make trying it to make look sure like, we don't get scammed? Yeah, yeah, like the email looks like iHeart. It looks like they put like the iHeart logo in there. But like What happens it, if you click in It looks a little funky. And, and then it goes, uh-oh, you got caught. Like you really? clicked on the scam. Oh, no. You failed the test. And oh, it's like my, all these emojis. Yeah, I did it once. And I was like, dang. my email account. So you have to check the email address. If you click see, on that, that's then you why can I see. just always wait for Biata to tell me what to do. <laughs> so she needs to call you? <laughs> no, and she'll send a mass email. Authenticate her voice? Yeah. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. There it is. Maniac Macklemore, new music 102.7.
Kiss FM. A little falsetto there. Macklemore <laughs> joining us right now. It's so good to see your face, man. It's so good to be seen. It's so good to hear your voice. Thank you. Uh, so we, I guess there's a couple things. I should say congratulations because um, you are a father of three now since I've seen you. Mm, yes. And how is it different? Pure insanity. How is it? Yeah. How is it different having? <laughs> I have none. Sisney has three. I have three. <laughs> and Tanya has none. Right. Uh, you know, three, you're just kind of like playing zone defense. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of, uh, you know, the third, you're like, fend for yourself. Enjoy life. We are not going to copy like the first two. This mm-hmm. is going to be your journey. We're going to assist. But um, very different than the precious first two that I had. Mm-hmm. It's also a boy. I'm like, you got this. Figure it out. <laughs> Don't mess with your mom. You'll figure it out. Uh, all right, let's talk about uh, Macklemore with us, his new music. So as I understand it, you were working on things, and then you decided to essentially stop what you were doing and start over or work in a different direction. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, right when the pandemic hit, we were on our way down here to kind of wrap up the album. We were, we were leaving to go to L.A., had tickets booked and all that. And then all of a sudden, everything really shut down. And, um, you know, what? It, I don't know how much of a different direction, but I think it, it was a different direction in that we just had more time to work on the art. Mm-hmm. And um, we would have finished something that... I wouldn't say it would have been rushed, but it just would have been um, a little preemptive to how deep I was able to go into the creative process with an extra year and a half, two years. So, yeah, it definitely opened up. A did that lift? A, did that lift a little pressure knowing that you had that time? I mean, the one thing about my setup is, you know, I've been independent this entire time. So I think a lot of people feel pressure being like on a label and they have deadlines and, you know, all of a sudden they have to turn things in and the single needs to drop. And for me, I'm like, well, I'm going to give the world music when I'm ready to. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel I mean, I think that it, it took off my own personal pressure of just like, you know, I I have more time to to make. Um, a bunch of different type of records and then pick the best one. Here's what I'm curious about. So since you started, since I started, since we all started, the music industry, the recording process, the length of a song, the release process, it's all evolved. It's all changed. The places where you can debut music, it's all changed. How do you look at it and does it impact the way you work? Yeah, that's a great question. It has changed. It's changed since, you know, I put out my you know, last album, Gemini, four and a half years ago. And it's changed immensely since then. Um, I, yeah, TikTok, you know, <laughs> let's just call out the elephant in the room here. Exactly. Uh, TikTok, TikTok has really changed the landscape of music. And I think that in a lot of ways, it's a fantastic platform. It's a great way for new artists to get heard and to, gain a massive audience in a really short period of time. I think that what you're seeing from more established artists that have been around for a while is like, I don't necessarily want to be on TikTok and expose my whole life or feel like I need to completely have uh, a secondary job, which is being a content creator. Mm-hmm. And nowadays you kind of do, whether it's TikTok or or Instagram or Reels or Twitch or whatever it is, 
YouTube shorts. There's um, a lot of different um, social media outlets that you really have to participate in. Um, you know, pre-saving songs, you know, we have to drive the pre-saves. There's so many different variables that come into um, working a record. Before I would go talk to you, I would make a music video um, yeah. and, and hope for the best. <laughs> Cross your fingers. <laughs> right Now it's like, now it's very different. It has changed immensely. And there's moments of it that I really like. Like I, I have enjoyed, I got on TikTok, of course, when I started to put out new music this time, I felt like a dinosaur. I was like, I, I said that I wasn't going to do this, but here I am. There's been moments that are really fun. I understand why people get so um, enthralled in it and really addicted to it. Cause right. you know, that dopamine hit of like watching a play count just go crazy in front of your eyes. And then the next time you post a video, no one watches it. And you're like, wait, what's the difference? Like, how do I figure out the algorithm? Um, it's very addictive and it's very frustrating, but um, you know, it's, it's changed. It's evolved. I think if you want to compete in this landscape for, for most of us, we have to play the game and it's just about creating content that you like and that you enjoy and that actually shows your personality and knowing that it's going to be a job. Well, maniacs getting good response everywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. When you think about like, so why that song's a great song. It's got a great tempo. It's got a fun sound to it. Why do you think it sticks? Like what's, what is it about that magic there? I mean, I think that it has a throwbackness to it. It, you know, the, the hook is super catchy. The pre-chorus is super catchy. I think that it's a relatable record. Um, but yeah, I mean, you make all these songs and they become kind of your, like your, your babies. And then you lose track of what they actually are in the studio. And I played that for my wife and a couple other friends. Um, in fact, I didn't even play it for them. My wife just like got a Dropbox link and started playing music for people. Um, and she took everyone to the car and, oh, yeah. and, and played the album and they came back in and they were like, yo, that maniac though. That's like, the one that one goes. So that's yeah. the one. And you I was like, yeah, that. that's the one. I have no idea. I, I, I you get to, like, well, you're so close you know, to it all. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> exactly. Somebody's opinion, especially going out and sitting, cranking up the speakers in the car. It's the best place to listen to yeah. music, to get like really in, in just enthrall yourself into the melody and the song and the lyrics. Um, Macklemore's new song, Maniac, it's out now. Tickets to go see Macklemore, by the way, with Imagine Dragons at Bank of California Stadium tonight are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. Brother, it's so great to see you. I hope to get you in here soon in person or see somewhere. Absolutely. It's always really good to talk to you, Ryan. Big hugs, buddy. Take care. You too, buddy. All right. See you later. See you. Bye. Listening to music in the car. Many artists, most artists do that. Yeah. When they want to hear what their song is going to sound like, they go into the car, they sit in the driveway, they crank it up. So many people have told us they do that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, that's where we listen to their music. Exactly. On Air. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Hey, we're back tomorrow with a free gas Friday starting at 7.35. Sisney going to take you till 11. That's right. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.